0: Welcome to Confidence and Cocktails. My name is Sarah Piland. I'm a certified health coach, weight loss specialist, and your host for today. So grab a cocktail and join me as we talk about health, body image, and all things relating to women's confidence. Welcome back. I am excited to have you here on episode four of Confidence and Cocktails. So today I am drinking a Moscow Mule. One of my best friends actually, as a wedding gift, got us, like, these copper mugs and all of the things necessary to make a Moscow Mule, and they're, like, my favorite drinks. They're so good. They have vodka, lime, and ginger beer, and in my opinion, obviously, I'm sure you can tell by this point, I'm a real cocktail connoisseur, (laughs) But, in my opinion, the key to a really good Moscow Mule is good ginger beer. So a lot of the ginger beer I've noticed tastes more like ginger ale. It's not very gingery and it's really sweet. But I use this one, I think the brand is Q, like just the letter Q. And it is so good. I love it. So anyways, you guys try it out. Let me know what you think. If you don't like ginger, this probably isn't the drink for you, but... It's like one of my favorites. Okay, so let's dive in. Today, we are going to be talking about weight loss and specifically, is it wrong to want to lose weight? So on one end of this weight loss spectrum, we have diet culture. And diet culture is pushing everyone to lose weight because we're not good enough at the weight we are, no matter what size you are. And diet culture's answer to that is go on a diet and lose weight. Then you'll be happy. We know that's not true. We know that losing weight won't switch this magic happiness and confidence switch in us. So oftentimes this can appear in the form of media, promoting weight loss, or maybe you see models that are stick thin, grocery store lines with magazines on the side that say, lose those last five pounds of belly fat with this magic pill. Okay, that's also a lie. Because if there was a magic pill, everyone would be using it. And my job as a weight loss specialist would pretty much be irrelevant. So that's one end of the spectrum. On the other end of the spectrum, we have these growing movements, such as the body positivity movement. And body positivity is all about having confidence no matter what size you are. I have to say, I love the intentions and the idea behind this belief. And in theory, I think this is an awesome idea. I wholeheartedly believe that no matter what size you are, you should work to love your body. Because all bodies are a gift and they do amazing, beautiful things. But here's where the problem arises. It's when you don't feel confident in your own body. Okay, so let's take Jane, for example. I totally just made that name up, but we're going with it. Jane is 80 pounds overweight, and she feels miserable. She is not confident in her own skin. She has set many weight loss goals and failed to achieve them. She's embarrassed and self-conscious, and diet culture has been pushing her to lose weight, and she's listened. She's tried diet after diet, time and time again, lose the weight and she does good for a while but then goes off the diet and gains the weight right back. Now we know that that's what happens when you diet. It's not Jane's fault. It's diet culture's fault that these things are not working because diets literally set you up for failure. But Jane doesn't know that. Jane thinks that it must be her, that she lacks self-control or discipline well, recently Jane came along an account on Instagram that is all about body positivity. It features beautiful women who are overweight, and the message is just feel confident and embrace your body. Just do it. It's simple. <laughs> well, we know from previous podcasts it's not that simple. So Jane tries to embrace us, but she just doesn't feel that way. She knows she needs to lose weight and just doesn't feel confident. However, now Jane has this added pressure that she should feel confident. So she pretends that she is. Now Jane feels the same way she did before, embarrassed, self-conscious, not confident, etc. Plus, she feels guilty because she's pretending to be confident when she's really not. So we can see how that, that could be harmful to Jane. I really liked what an article on Psychology Today Said about body positivity so that's psychology today and it was the article what's wrong with body positivity it says if you already feel bad because you feel you don't make the appearance grade then being told you shouldn't feel bad and you should be confident can make it worse you feel ashamed of your body yourself and more ashamed because you have the wrong attitude this is silencing You have to hide the pain and shame you feel and pretend to be positive. It's bad enough feeling unhappy with some aspects of our body without having to lie about feeling bad. So, what should Jane do? Well, the short answer is she should come talk to me. (laughs) And I have to take a moment to say, if you relate to Jane, if you've tried the diets and nothing works, if you're struggling to feel confident in your body, If you want to embrace a sustainable, healthy lifestyle, then I am your girl. Come talk to me. Okay, so what's the answer here? Well, there's a word. that It's basically my life motto. I always go back to this word. The word is balance. So I'm a strong believer that there's two sides to every story, no matter what it is. And I always try my best to see both perspectives. So if body positivity is something that really resonates with you, more power to you I think that is great for me personally and for many others there are aspects of body positivity that really resonate and some that don't and that's okay that's where the balance comes in so let's find a balance on this weight loss spectrum there are some obvious benefits to weight loss if you're overweight those might include increased mobility less joint pain improved cholesterol in some cases maybe better sleep And the list goes on. These reasons might look different for everyone, for each individual person. And in some cases, your doctor might even tell you that you need to lose weight. So let's not sugarcoat it. In some cases, weight loss can be a good goal. Some people will argue with me on that, which is okay because everyone is different. But here we are. We're moving a little bit closer to the middle of that spectrum, trying to establish this balance. So, we've established that weight loss can actually be a good goal. How does that differ from diet culture? Well, diet culture is telling you that you're not good enough. If you're thin, you need to be thinner. And those stubborn last five pounds are holding you back from happiness. Let's be honest, those last five pounds are the least of your worries. For me personally, I don't feel like those last five pounds are worth my mental and emotional energy and health. Instead, I know that I'm healthy. I'm at a healthy weight. I get to enjoy and eat anything that I want. And I will take that any day over having a six-pack and stressing over every piece of food I eat. Hands down, no question about it. Six-pack abs is not worth my mental health. (laughs) So diet culture also tells you that in order to achieve your goal of weight loss, you need to diet or eat clean or count calories or take this magic pill. And we know that's not true. Ultimately, we need to make changes that are sustainable. A good rule of thumb would be, is this way of eating something that I can see myself doing five years from now? If the answer is no, it's not sustainable. Okay, So now let's look at the body positivity side of the spectrum. Feeling confident is a great goal, no matter what size you are, but it's easier said than done. You need someone who can guide you through the highs and lows of your self-love journey and give you tools to work on yourself. This doesn't happen overnight. It's not as simple as saying, just be confident and you're confident. (laughs) It takes work to get there. Feeling confident doesn't mean that you never make improvements. If you're overweight and you want to lose weight, you can still work on feeling more confident while also working on improving your health. It doesn't have to be one or the other. In fact, they often go hand in hand. When you improve how you talk to yourself, you often are more likely to release weight. Okay, so here's what we've learned today. It is all about balance. There is nothing wrong with wanting to lose weight and feel more confident. We just have to be realistic and accept that it won't happen overnight. Instead, you have to find something that is sustainable and works for you. If that's what you're looking for, please reach out. I would love to talk with you and work with you to find a personalized approach so you can lose weight and gain confidence in a sustainable way. Thanks for listening to Confidence and Cocktails. If you would like to connect in real life, follow me on Instagram at Sarah G Piland or visit my website, happycampercoaching.com. Talk to you soon.